Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic Record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life to heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamara Urban, the Urban Healer, and I am so excited to give you guys a crazy life update, the brief summary, I guess. Um, life has been chaotic and abundant, and there has been a lot of changes. And even if you are totally on the gram, watching all of my stories, I'm sure you still have no idea what the heck is going on because I've just been absolutely everywhere and I have not been good with my stories and keeping up because I've just been so in the moment, enjoying, savoring, and haven't been posting as much. So here's the update. Here's the scoop. Here are the downloads. There's probably going to have to be a second part to this. I mean, actually, no, there's going to be a second part to this because there's something that I'm not sharing with you guys just yet. I'm sorry. Stay tuned. But even with some of the things that I want to discuss today, I feel like this is going to be a two-parter. Anyways, hi, how are you? How's it going? How was your May? <laughs> I feel like so many big changes happened for so many people in May that everyone's kind of like, what month are we in? What's going on? I need a moment. I may dig a hole somewhere and just hide and not in a bad way, but just for a moment of grounding and integration. I feel you. So the first thing I'm going to discuss, and I guess kind of get into, where am I? What am I doing? What's going on with my life? Because I have been packing, unpacking, packing, unpacking, and I've been in so many different places. People are literally like, I don't understand. So let me explain. So back in January, I decided to um, move to Prince Edward County and get a short-term lease. So I was there from January until April. End of February, I was like, I don't want to live in Toronto anymore. I don't want my condo anymore. I need to get rid of this. I want to move to the country. I don't know how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to make this work, but I'm going to do it. So got everything going at the beginning of March. And then I sold my condo. It went very quickly. It was wild and incredible. And I'm so excited. There's a podcast on that. If you want to get all the scoop and details on that, shout out to Cheryl and John, the absolute best realtor team that exists ever and the most incredible humans. So that happened. So then now my condo sold and I don't actually have somewhere to live. Obviously, spoiler alert, I have somewhere to live, so it all worked out, no surprise. And then in the middle of all this, I had about a month to be in Toronto. Well, actually, a little bit less because then I went missing to Italy. <laughs> I know, my life is crazy. It's amazing. I'm so excited. So I did want to be in Toronto for a little bit and get a couple things done, see some people, get some closure, kind of leave in a way of knowing that I've completed what I needed to complete. So while I was in Toronto, and again, I have no idea how I made this work, like truly, 
So between running a business, between having all my clients, between also having a social life and seeing all my friends um, going out and enjoying Toronto, I had two live events. I opened up my condo one last time for in-person Reiki. Yes, I will be doing in-person Reiki out in the county at my new place. Stay tuned. Haven't opened up the schedule for that just yet. And mainly because I haven't unpacked. <laughs> That's okay. So I did a branding shoot. I'm redoing my website. Um, did my taxes. Lord help me. I now have a bookkeeper, so I never need to do that crap again or just do the bare minimum. I had so many specialist appointments. And this was kind of, and I feel like I need to kind of explain this because a couple of people have like DM me being like, are you okay? So last year in the summer, I ended a relationship and I was with the wrong person and my body really wasn't happy. And I was having a lot of physical manifestations of the instability of the relationship. And then given the state of our healthcare system, it just took a really long time for me to actually see some specialists. And there was a couple of things that I did need to get resolved, but then a lot of it was, Hey, everything's good now, but do you mind just checking me out, making sure and everything's okay. So all is fine, but it was just super delayed in terms of actually getting the specialist appointments, but that is done. A okay. My dental procedure is finally done. Um, I feel like this needs its own podcast. Um, I had a massive abscess in my jaw that was there for a couple of years and it was misdiagnosed and it was a nightmare and I almost went septic. Thank God I didn't. I ended up having to have an emergency surgery on my jaw and um, it took a long time for my jaw to actually heal and for me to be able to get a tooth implant just because there was like depths and layers that I didn't realize this took so long. I'm like, you don't just put a new tooth in, like, please. So I was actually missing a tooth for over a year. Amazing. So anyways, completed that. Had a nursing shift, did a going away party. I launched two programs and I pre-recorded a lot of my podcasts just so I had a little bit of a leeway for when I was traveling and when I came back. And then of course I did this thing called packing because who doesn't love packing? God, I don't. But anyways, the good thing was I have been decluttering aggressively for a while. And even before I left in January, I initially thought I might rent out my place and I decluttered kind of like might Airbnb my place, um, kind of just to friends and family. But then um, that obviously didn't happen. But what was great is everything was already kind of pre-packed and good to go. So then when I did pack, it wasn't as painful, still painful. So that being said, oh my goodness, I have been everywhere. So I moved back to Toronto for a bit and then officially moved all my things to um, the county May the 9th. And then I had one day in Pickering just to run some errands. And then on May 11th, I went to Italy. I was back on the 22nd. My condo closed on the 23rd. And then I was in Pickering slash Toronto for about a week before I officially landed in the county, which was May the 26th. I was like uh, a week and a half ago. So anyways, this is my first podcast in the new spot. And I'm so, so excited to do that. Now I did not buy, I'm actually um, renting a place. And this is something that my family is so upset about. Um, but I can't, like I, I've hit my max of my stretching and the big life decision-making and there's a couple of things that are kind of up in the air in my life right now. And it just doesn't feel like the right time to buy. And 
I'm not going to lie. It feels weird because I've owned a home for so many years. So for me not to have one feels like a failure. I'll be perfectly honest, but it's just, there's a, how do I explain this? So you're going to make decisions that are uncomfortable often because that's life. And you're going to push yourself a bit into the unknown and take a leap of faith and do it anyways. And there's going to be fear. Obviously there's always fear. That's normal. But then there's kind of like a max that you hit where you're like, no, 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 this is actually not a good decision. And I've made some incredibly massive decisions over the last couple of months. Um, and a lot of them were very quick. Um, hence a lot of people in my life were like, what are you doing? Are you okay? But I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. If my mind is spiraling and my mind is freaking out a little bit, that's normal. You're human. That's your nervous system trying to keep you safe and keeping you protected, which is what it's meant to do. But if my body feels unsafe and like, I know exactly there's a sensation between like, there's a bit of a difference between like, oh fuck, no, we're not doing this. We're going to shut down. This is a bad idea compared to, Ooh, this is uncomfortable, but we're going to do it because we're ready and we're ready to stretch. So for me, I know the sensation and the difference very, very clearly. And every time I started looking to buy a home, cause I have gone to look at a few places, of course, like the day that I moved back to Toronto in the morning before I actually left, I went to go see two homes because I'm crazy. And it was like, no, it wasn't, there was no excitement. There was no, that like, I don't know, the tingling and that like expansive sensation in my body being like, fuck yes. It was like, a mm -mm, nope. And I'm a generator. So for me, that is a very, very telltale sign in terms of making my decisions. So I put that on hold. Um, also, I haven't even fucking unpacked yet. So for me to like repack and like do that, no, thank you. And it's just like to even consider doing another like mortgage application and lawyers and like realtors. And again, I love my realtors, but it's just like, I'm good to not, um, it's not the right time. And I absolutely love where I landed and it works and it's perfect. It's so much bigger, um, compared to what I had in Toronto. I have a full massive backyard. Like I have access to a garage. Like I have a driveway. Like, this is so ridiculous. Like I'm so excited and I'm just, I'm like, I just need a moment. I just want to land. I want to figure things out. There's a lot of changes living out in the country and it's, it takes a moment to adjust and like, not in a bad way, but this doesn't feel like I need to rush through it. I want to slow it down and just be present in it. And I mean, being out here and the fact that I have a, a guest bedroom, which is so exciting. It's like, I want to have people up here and I want to like host and I want to do the things and I want to enjoy and just be so in it, if that makes sense. So anyways, that's kind of what's happening on my end. And, um, I wanted to talk about Italy and like some of the big downloads. And I feel like I need a little more time for some of the downloads to come through because there's some things that are still integrating and kind of getting embodied. And, um, oh my God, it was just so amazing. I'm so, so, so excited. So anyways, let's dive in to Italy and what came through. I had a lot of questions that came up about this and I definitely want to answer those for you guys. 
So first things first, why did I choose to go to Italy? So it was so funny. I was choosing between Italy and Hawaii. Very different trips. I'm so happy I chose Italy. Um, well, one, I was born and raised in Switzerland. I'm very used to Europe. I've done a lot of European vacations. I've been to most of Europe and I was just like, it's time. Like Europe is a vibe and life is different there. And I love it. And like, I've lived in Spain before. So it's just like, even that, like, I'm very used to that lifestyle and that culture. And like, I've wanted it. I'm like, I need to go to Europe. So given that I went in May, May isn't that hot just yet. Um, so I was like, I need to do something along the coast if I want to have some time near the water. And I definitely want some warmth. I don't, I didn't want to have a cold trip per se. So that kind of gave me either Portugal, France, Spain, Italy were kind of like the main ones that I was like, I guess, choosing from. I don't really feel like going to Portugal. Maybe I'll go one day. I just don't have a pull towards it. I've lived in Spain. Um, I live there with my ex-fiance, so I'm good. I've done all of Spain, literally. And like Spain is fantastic and amazing, but I'm like, I'm good. I, I've, I've done my time there. France, oh, I've been to France so many times. I've done like south of France. I've done it all. Like it's nice. It's okay. Don't judge me and please don't attack me. So I'm sorry if you're French they're not very welcoming and I don't speak French at all. So I was like, ah, I'm good. And then also food. I can't tolerate gluten and I haven't heard the best of things in terms of um, France being very accommodating for things that are gluten-free. And then on the other hand, Italy, I've been to Italy so many times, but it's just like, who doesn't love Italy? It's amazing. And I feel like Italy just gave me the best of all the things I wanted. So I wanted some like time in cities, but I also wanted to do big cultural things. I also wanted to do kind of like a little bit of an adventurous trip. And let me tell you, I had a couple of adventures and obviously love Italian food. Um, they actually have a, a massive celiac population. So not only do they um, accommodate people who are gluten-free, but they actually have very high quality gluten-free products. Cause like We've all had that gluten-free something and you're just like, this tastes like cardboard and that sucks. And I just paid extra because gluten-free and you're like, this tastes like garbage. So not the case. And then of course you can also have some time down at the water and have some beach time. So I was like, all right, let's do this. So I do still want to go to Hawaii. I've been there before. Um, Hawaii has a lot of roots in regards to Reiki. So I wanted to do a bit of like a... I don't know, would you call it a pilgrimage? <laughs> but to kind of explore some of the places that were um, big Reiki centers um, in regards to that lineage and history. And it's very like healing. Like they have a lot of beautiful healing sessions that you can um, use out there. And they also obviously have the adventure of like going hiking and all that. So I was like, ah, oh, what do I do? But anyways, Italy won. So glad I did it. Um, so where did I go? I landed in Rome. I did a couple of days in Rome. Then I took a train down to Naples. Um, didn't get out of Naples. I don't think I would. Um, personal opinion. It was a bit of an interesting experience. Then I went down to Sorrento and I was on the Sorrento coast. Um, did a day trip to Capri. Did a day trip to Pompeii. I wanted to do um, the Malfi and, um, 
Pistano, but then I didn't have time slash the weather wasn't too good. So I couldn't. Then I went to Florence and then I did a day trip to Pisa. I will throw all of this into a blog post as well, because I feel like I need to add some pictures, love the visuals, and then add a couple places in terms of where I went in terms of food and some of my favorite um, day trips that I did and some of the things that maybe I wouldn't recommend, to be honest. Um, so you guys have like a bit of a Italy guide. But honestly, if you are intolerant to gluten or you're celiac, like fully go to Italy, the food was insane. Like it was like orgasmic. Like I honestly made the most uncomfortable noises eating because I was just like having a moment of absolute pleasure because the food was so freaking good. So don't let that scare you. You will have the pizza. You will have the pasta. Like I had donuts. I had tiramisu. I had like all the things like they, they gave me so many gluten-free options. And like, literally there's one restaurant I was staring at the menu for an hour. Like I drank way too much wine in the process, which I do not regret. And the waiter's like, are you okay? And I was like, I've never had this many options. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, it just all looks so delicious. So anyways, those were the places I went. And why did I decide to go alone? That was another thing that I got so many comments on of like, I can't believe you're traveling alone or like, why, why would you do that? So I had people who were kind of like watching my trip unfold. But then I also, while I was traveling there, a lot of people, like, I mean, I did some tour groups in terms of like, um, when I went to some of the touristy places, I did guided tours. And then there was so many people who were like, oh my God, you're doing this alone. Like, you're so brave. And I was like, am I? I mean, I don't think so. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, I'm also, I'm an only child, so I need and love alone time. I'm also, um, in terms of my human design, like I'm a hermit <laughs> and I need time alone. It's really important to me, but it's like, I'm either so on and so open and so vulnerable and like on camera, big groups, love it. But then I'm like, and now it's time for silence and no humans. So that's just how I do life. And that for me works. So I think every single person, especially if you're a woman should have a trip alone. And I mean, I've done this before. Like I've flown to Europe multiple times and met friends, or I've done like arriving a couple of days early or staying a couple of days late and doing it alone. I've, I went to Kenya alone. I went to Australia alone. Like I've done this. Like I've gone to BC, like there's so many different places I've flown to alone and have had some alone time. I've never done 12 days alone. Like I was like, okay, that's a little bit longer. Interesting. Um, I wasn't scared about it, but then as like the time was coming closer to it, I was kind of like, shit, is that, is that too long? Partially because I've not been away from my dog for such a period of time. Like I did seven days away and I did like a little Jamaica trip with my family, but 11 days, I was like, oh shit, like that's, that's a proper amount of time away from her. So that definitely brought me anxiety. Also, I will say Italy is very, very um, pet friendly. So I think I could have brought her. Um, I want to say most of the hotels even like advertise it that you can have a pet here. Um, we're not going to tell to Chris of that because I needed a couple of days where I'm not picking up poop. Love you to but I need alone time. So anyways, that being said, 
I think it's important for you to be really comfortable with being alone. And it's like proving to yourself that you can do it alone, proving to yourself that you'll be okay because you will, you always are. And that it's like, it's not, you're not going to be looked at in a different way if you're going to like go out for dinner by yourself. And it's also, you're not going to like, I don't know, you're not in danger because you're alone. Like, can we just talk about how dangerous Toronto has gotten? Like, if anything, I feel uneasy in Toronto sometimes. Another reason I left. Um, but I never really felt uneasy in Europe. Like, it's just so busy and there's people everywhere and it's just it, no one's going to judge you and I think that's like we've created some weird stories in our minds in regards to how people will look at you and like again like I didn't really think about the fact that I'm like oh shit I'm eating every single meal alone and like I am going to go to the nice restaurant I am going to get dressed up and I am going to like be like yes table for one I'm going to do that like I'm not going to have like get to go or like I don't know, get fast food. God, no, ever. I would not do that, especially in Italy. But it's like, okay, we're doing this. We're, we're doing this alone. And I mean, one of the things was my life has been pretty wild and chaotic. Um, I mean, who's hasn't? There's been a lot of things happening for a lot of people. But like, I just needed that freedom to choose. It's like, do I want to be up at six and then see the sunrise? Amazing. I don't need to like wait for someone else to get up. And it's like, maybe I want to do two tours back to back, or maybe today I just want to go shopping and find gluten-free pastries and eat my face off. And it's like, it doesn't like you get to decide. And it's like, do I want to have a crazy sleep in and wake up at 11 and then just stay in my hotel room and like maybe read like to be able to choose is super fun. And I think we don't often do that. And we often don't give ourselves that permission. Like ask yourself, like when was the last time you're like, hey, I'm going to take a full day to do whatever the fuck I want. And it's not going to be pre-planned. It's not going to be perfect. And I'm also not going to judge myself of like, you know, I know I just want to lay in bed all day and just maybe have like, I don't know, Netflix and chill day, as opposed to like, I'm going to be productive or I'm going to go do something or like, really plan out your me day. It can just be anything you want and decide as you wake up. So I think that's something that we need to explore and we need to like lean into and also getting comfortable with things like eating alone. And I was like, is that weird? Are people going to be like, oh my God, she's alone. She has nobody to like do this with, but no, nobody thought that. Like literally I had people sitting near me being like, good for you. Like, I love that you're doing this. And I've also like had like the waiters being like, so freaking chatty that I was like, oh, I'm so not alone. I'm like, sir, can I please have some silence? I can read. So that's another thing I'm going to invite you guys to lean into of get dressed up, put on a pretty fucking dress, put on the lipstick, do your hair, Put on the shoes. I mean, I did not wear fancy shoes because the cobblestone is not meant for stilettos. And hey, those women that did it, kudos to you. I don't want to die. <laughs> so not for me. And then grab a book and read. And it's like so enjoyable. Like, it's so funny. Like, I remember thinking like, I'm going to continue eating alone even when I'm back because this was such a incredible experience. Do not be on your phone. You're going to ruin your moment. And I feel like if you do like sit and just 
you're on your phone, that's when people might be like, oh, she doesn't feel comfortable just being there. But then you being there with a glass of wine, with an amazing meal in front of you, with a book in front of you, like enjoying your own company, like, okay, that makes people look at you being like, oh, wow, like, I like that. And like, I felt badass doing it. Like, I'm not going to lie. And it was so lovely. Like, it was so freaking awesome. Now, ladies, I'm going to be really honest. You will get a lot of free shit when you're by yourself eating. Like, I can't even begin to like list the amount of extra food and drinks I got. And it was just like, you sitting there enjoying your own company. And then literally the waiter's like, I'm just gonna give you a little extra wine. And I was like, yes, please, I'll take that. Or like the chef will be like, you know what? Here's an extra dessert. Oh my God, yes. Like there was one place where I'm like, I just want something small and like, I'm good to go. And I was like, cool. I just had a five course meal and like way too much wine, which I do not regret because it's delicious. And I was like, and I literally just paid for one plate of food. So that was hilarious and I loved it. And again, do it. And I, I know a couple of my people in my community were like, Hey, I'm doing it and sent me pictures and sent me the most amazing DM thing. Like, well, this was fun. <laughs> I fucking love this. So do it, be uncomfortable with that and give yourself that little self date. And it's only weird if you make it weird. So stop making it weird and do it. Now, the other thing was when you're traveling alone, it is on you. And I mean, I'm one of those people that like, I like hyper plan everything, but when I'm on vacation, I'm literally like someone tell me what to do. I don't want to over plan. Like I just don't want to, it's just, my brain does not want to, it just shuts down. So I definitely had a lot of flexibility throughout my day in terms of choosing, but then I wanted that because I wanted to really tune into my intuition being like, what do you desire? And being guided and like, being open to be guided. So if you have everything too overly planned, there's no wiggle room. Like your day is full. You can't, you can't just be walking down the street and then take a little side turn and then be like, oh my God, look at this. And then you're like, oh, I can't even consider adding this to my schedule because everything's already planned. So having that wiggle room allows you to play with possibility and it allows you to play with the universe guiding you. It allows you to connect to your intuition. It allows you to like really be in the moment and have to, not in a bad way, but make a decision of just like this or that. And that's not stressful. That's fun. You have options. Like that's great. And it's like, once you develop that relationship with yourself and you develop that relationship with the universe, you really get shown what's possible. And it was fun. <laughs> I loved it. My connection to myself and like my relationship with the universe and my relationship to my intuition and Reiki exponentially deepened on this trip. And like nothing bad happened. It was like all like good on top of good. Like, yes, please, more, please. Like truly, like it was like, my face was hurting. I was like, how did that just happen? And don't worry, I'll give you guys a bit of like a summary of all the random things I manifested and what came through. But if I didn't give myself that wiggle room and also the opportunity for me to surrender, it wouldn't have happened. So this is always the biggest thing with manifestation of like, 
you want to call things in and you want to be surprised. You want to like, you know, experience miracles, but then you don't open yourself up to them and you don't allow yourself to even receive those things. And I literally like, that was the purpose of my trip. I was like, I want to be in my divine feminine in the state of flow of receiving and be guided and like really savor and like feel like different types of like goodness and bliss and pleasure like truly the food very pleasurable and just like aesthetically walking down those streets and looking at those old buildings and then going to the museums and like seeing the different works of art and like hearing about the history and like oh my god like it was like joy and pleasure overload in the best way possible like truly so fantastic so be uncomfortable and like you also don't need to book an 11 or 12 day trip um alone for your first trip you can be like one night away somewhere or you can do a full day and like get in your car and go to like a new little town and just explore but it's so fun to play with that and if you don't ever do it you're going to live in that constant state of fear of like all the bad things that could happen. Well, what if everything just goes well? What if everything just kind of works out? Like, what if it's better than you could have imagined? Like really the possibility of that is the same, I mean, higher than everything going poorly. And I mean, I did have one moment where I felt a little bit uncomfortable. And like, I'll be honest about that. I was on a public train and it was like an hour and a half on a public train where there's like no safety button, the like roof is leaking and it's raining. And like, it was just like literally an entire, like, I don't know, cart, what are they called? Like a little train cart. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so bad. I'm like losing my words here. Um, and it was just like sketchy men. There wasn't like one woman near me. And I was like, if I scream, no one's coming. Like, oh God. And then like, my biggest thing was I have my luggage which I mean, who cares? I'll abandon it. But I have my backpack that has my laptop. And I was like, I will fight to the death for my laptop. It's like my work laptop. Everything's on there. Um, I mean, everything is like protected and safe. Most of it's like uploaded, but still like, I don't want to lose that. And then it's like, I have my phone, which has everything on it, which is also my map. And I was like, okay, this makes me uncomfortable. But then I just put a little Reiki bubble around me and, you know, repeated my mantras. If I'm safe, I'm protected. Everything's good. I was uncomfortable and it took a lot of conscious breathing to stay in my body, to feel protected, to feel confident in my abilities and also trusting the universe and nothing bad's going to happen. And just like keeping my nervous system as regulated as possible. And I was like a little shaken when I got off the train because it was just, it was so weird. Like I honestly was like in the weirdest train, like there was no announcements like the train stations weren't labeled. So I literally was like, where the fuck am I? Like, I don't know when to get off. Um, there was nobody to really ask. And it was like a couple guys were like trying to like talk me up, but like literally spoke no English at all, which I know not that I was interested in talking to them anyways, but I was like, I couldn't even like ask someone to be like, is this the right like train? And then also someone gave me the wrong directions and I got on the wrong train. So I was going in the wrong direction, had to get off, get another ticket, turn around, no um like elevator lugging my giant suitcase oh my word I was just like this does not feel divine feminine at all but then when I was in that state 
rather than being like, oh my God, my trip is ruined. This is horrible. Look at what happened to me. My life is so hard. Like get into like a tiffy about it. When I got to my room, which side note, that was a massive room upgrade. Um, it was insane. Like truly I shook it off, but I processed it. I did some breath work. I went down to the water. I got into the water with my feet. Like I took a big shower. Like I, I changed, like I reikied it. Like I, I processed it. And then I also didn't let that kind of like throw me off. So anyways, that being said, the big thing that I wanted to share with you guys, and like, again, something that I got a lot, a lot of questions on of like, wait, how does that work? I used Reiki throughout my entire trip. And I think this is something that people forget, even if you've been a Reiki practitioner for a long time. And even if you're not a Reiki practitioner, but you're kind of like toying with the idea, you can Reiki anything. And that's where it gets fun. And that's where it gets exciting. And that's how I teach my Reiki differently for my certifications because like Reiki is not just like you wake up and then you Reiki, like Reiki yourself for the day or like, let's say you're like, oh, I'm about to go to bed. So I'm going to like give myself a little Reiki cleanse and then I go to bed so I can have better sleep or like I see clients. That's not, that's not it. That's like such a tiny part of how you can use Reiki and like how you can incorporate it into your life. Like you are energy. Everything around you is energy. Reiki is energy. Can we like see some connecting dots here? And you being a Reiki practitioner, and even if you're only a level one grad, like you can Reiki everything around you. And it just allows things to flow smoother with more ease. And like, it's literally this channel right to the divine, to source and you can like tap into that and it literally makes everything better and smoother. So it's like Reiki is not just this thing and this certificate that you do and you share with clients. It's a lifestyle. And I mean, you'd be silly to not fully use it in all aspects of your life when it's in your, like literally in your, in your hands, it's in your fingertips. Like it's right there. Like, please use it. Like the divine is kind of like, why are you not using Reiki everywhere? Like you are being silly. Like you're asking for some magic and then it's like, it's in your hands. Like go ahead and do it. So this is how I used Reiki during my trip. And I feel like this is not a comprehensive list just because I literally Reiki'd everything. But first things first, I have always, always, always Reiki'd my luggage. I don't want my luggage lost. I don't want it to be delayed. I don't want it to get damaged. Like I, I want my luggage to be safe and good. So I put a little Reiki bubble on it. And I also set the intention of like, can't wait to see you on the other side. See you later. And then it's like Reiki the plane. And that's like safety wise. I mean, the chance of a plane crashing is so low. So it's like, I have no fears of flying whatsoever, but like, I don't want to have an aggressively turbulent trip because I want to be able to like nap. I also don't want to have someone that's like, crappy beside me like you want to have a good seatmate or nobody which was on my way back I somehow scored no one beside me but then I got all these extra like blankets and pillows and I literally made a pillow for it and it was fantastic and then it's like you want to reiki like the journey of it like I want to be able to get on the plane be super comfy not have crusty people around me arrive on time and it just flows 
And then it's like, when I landed in Rome, it was so funny because I was like, where are the caps? Like, this is like, not like, I saw like a sign for it. And I like kept walking and I'd like, it wasn't anywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, where are the caps? I'm like, how am I getting to my hotel room? And then this is going to be one of the don't tell my mother stories. If you followed me on Instagram, you (laughs) know this little part of my journey, but uh, literally this like random man came up to me and like, yes, this sounds sketchy. Absolutely. And like, my head was definitely having a bit of a time, but like my body was like, I feel safe. Let's do this. And he was like dressed in a suit. And he's like, Hey, do you want a cab? And I was like, yes. And I was like, are you a tax driver? And he was like, yep. I'm like, okay, cool. And then he's like, all right, come with me. Took like, took my bags, carried everything for me. And then we're walking through this like <laughs> back alley. Yep. Sketch. Perfect. Again, my brain's like, oh my God, I'm going to get kidnapped. I'm like, I just got here. I don't want to die. <laughs> I didn't die. Everything's fine. So we're going and like, we literally bypass the cab line that I would have been in for like at least two to three hours. Like it was an insane line. And he was just like, guided me to his beautiful Benz, put all my stuff into the car. He like put on the air conditioner. And then also he was like, do you want to sit in the front? I'm not going to kill you. And I was like, I mean, a killer wouldn't actually say that. And I was like, sure. Let me charge my phone. We had this like great conversation. He has two daughters, told me all all about his like life. And then it was so funny because, um, obviously took a red eye. And then I was like, Oh my goodness, I cannot wait for an espresso. He's like, why don't we just have an espresso together? We stop, sit, have a drink. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm dead. And I was like at my hotel in like 45 minutes and that was fantastic. So things like that happen. And like, again, like I was like checking in with myself of like, is this unsafe? Should I not do it? And my body was like, no, I'm good. Which is why you really need to work on your nervous system. So it doesn't get overactivated over things that aren't actual threats, but then also have the connection to your physical body. So doing somatic healing. So you can tell if something feels off and you need to like differentiate between like, Oh, this is exciting. Yes. And also differentiate between like, Oh no, no, no. Like something is often wrong and I'm not going to ignore red flags. And yes, there was some red flags there. Absolutely. But my body's like, no, no, this is good. He's a good man. Like you'll be fine. So anyways, did that. Um, so amazing, hilarious. And then it's like, you get to the hotels and like I reikied the different hotels. One, I want to clear any energy that was in there from before, but then I also want to get a nice hotel and I want to be able to like sleep well in the hotels. Sometimes when I'm in new places, I have a harder time sleeping at first, usually not with hotels, mainly other people's homes for some reason. But anyways, did that. I had a massive upgrade when I went to Sorrento. So there it was interesting. Cause like it was supposed to rain for most of it. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, we're going to give you an upgrade because our best room in the hotel is not being used. And like, why not you use it? And I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Thank you very much. So it ended up being, it was insane. Like it was like, at least two to three times, actually three, if you're going to use, like include the terrace, the size of my condo, like it was insane. Like you walked in, it had like a private hallway. I'm like, sorry, I've never had a private hallway for a hotel room. Amazing. Then there was like a balcony on the one side. And then there was a terrace on the other side that literally held a table with eight seats plus two like reclining lawn chairs. Like 
it was insane. I was like, sorry, what is this? And like, oh yeah, here's the C, no big deal. Like I didn't get some weird back alley view. No, no, there's the beach. Here's the water, i.e. I can hear the waves when I'm falling asleep. Fantastic. Yes, please, more please. There's like an entire living room. I had a huge couch. I had like um, a fridge, this massive bathroom, king size bed. I was like, what the heck? Like it was fantastic. Loved it. Highly recommend raking that. Thank you very much. But then also raking things like not having to wait to do a check-in. Sometimes you don't arrive right at the check-in time, but not once did I have to wait, even if the check-in was later. And it was like one time they're like, oh, I don't know if we can give you the room yet. And then I was like, oh, really? Can you just check? And like, like, yeah, actually, let me just move this around. 30 minutes. Perfect. Awesome. Let me just go get a bite to eat first. So those are ways you can rake your hotel rooms. Then the weather. And this was so freaking stressful. I've been checking the weather for Italy, literally since the moment I booked my plane tickets. And it was supposed to rain every single day for every single city I was supposed to visit. And I was like, oh, come on. Like being cold and wet, not a vibe. Also being totally a prissy girl. My hair's not cute when it gets wet. Like it's not cute at all. Okay. And I'm like, I want cute hair. Please and thank you. So I kept raking the weather being like, hey, if there's a little bit of rain, it's not going to last for long. It's not going to be cold. And it's going to be when I'm inside a museum. Yep. Perfect. Done. I had a little bit of rain when I was down at the, on the coast. And there was one uh, day trip that I didn't end up doing because the ferry was canceled, but it was perfect because that was the day that I had like a day to just chill and like journal and do some work and like really reflect. And like, it was exactly what I needed. I needed a day to not be not that I rushed around, but like doing, but then like really just, I spent like half the day in bed. And like, it was fantastic because my bed was like such a vibe. And I was like, yes, this is fantastic. So then I know you guys have followed this on my stories, which was really stressful for many of you. I apologize. My phone was constantly dying. So I'm in these cities. I don't know. They're all like such like little tiny, like alleys and like a little like side street and then there's this and that and like I would have never been able to find my way back to the hotels ever it was just so obscure like all of the cities were pretty busy and like pretty like I guess eccentric um not like here's King Street here's Queen Street like everything is just like twisty turny all over the place so I needed my phone in terms of getting back and like just to go to, to the different um um, like wherever I was going to like get get in between different places and literally the number of times my phone was at like four percent three percent it was concerning because I was like oh crap I mean like I could have bought a map true that's no fun I don't want to carry around a map and I feel like that's just like screaming you're a tourist I mean not that I didn't look like a tourist of course I did but I didn't really want to do that and I didn't really like I mean I could have asked somebody but then it's like what if you ask the wrong person see now my mind does go somewhere of like is this safe I'm like I want to do it alone I don't want someone's help so anyways but that being said I just rated that and it was fine and it was like when I went to Pisa oh this was funny this is the story I didn't share yet online so you guys are the first to hear it so I did a tour in the morning. It was beautiful. Took a lot of pictures, did a lot of exploring. My phone was at like 30%. And I was like, okay, I have two hours between my next tour. 
And this is my bad. I didn't realize Pisa was so far. And I also didn't realize that I was a six hour tour because you had time to get to the bus, be on the bus, do the tours, and then bus back. And I was like, shoot, this is my last day. And there is a beautiful leather purse that I need to buy. So I'm going to go get that. And there was a couple of things that I wanted to like, like little cute touristy things that I wanted to grab. And then I was like, I also want to get a bite to eat because I'm going to be going on um, a bit of a bus ride. So I was like, okay, I got to go do that. And then all of a sudden I was like, shit, I have like 45 minutes before my next tour. Um, I need to shower. I need to plug in my phone. And then for some reason, my charger wasn't working. And like, I brought two different chargers. All the different plugs weren't working. I had four converters because I had so many like electronics that I brought and like, it just wasn't charging. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is not ideal. I'm like, I don't know if I can do 20% for a six hour trip when I'm literally like leaving the city. I'm like, oh shoot, this is not ideal. I'm like, well, it is what it is. I'm like, it just works out. But then the thing that was like funny, not funny. And this, I was like, why is this happening? And I struggled the most in Florence. For some reason, you're using your Google maps. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're walking. And then, you know, when like the dot starts like spitting and then it's like, you need to turn here, but then it's like the dots not moving, but you're moving. Well, the thing with Florence is there's so many tiny little streets that if you don't turn exactly where you're meant to, and it's like, you're in a, you're in the fork, like the fork in the road, but rather than two choices, there's like five. And then all of a sudden the little thing's spinning. And then you're like, is it number two? Is it number three? I can't tell. Like I, I can't, I can't tell. So hilarious. And I literally took the wrong turn so many times, which is fine. Also how I clocked 25,000 steps a day, which is also fine because I was eating my face off and not feeling bad about it. But sometimes with timing, I was like, oh shoot, like I need to get to the bus station. And the bus station, not it was in like a sketchy part, but it was like more commercial, had to go under this like weird like bridge thing. Then again, like my reception wasn't working very well, even though I had like paid for um, roaming and data and whatnot. And I was like, what the heck? So I was like, oh, this sucks. And like my biggest concern, so funny, was I don't want my phone to die because I want to take pictures. And then I was looking forward to being on the bus with like a fully charged phone just to kind of like clean up some of my pictures, work on some posts, get back on some deep like emails and DMs and whatnot. But I was like, shoot, like I literally can't. So I was like, oh, not ideal. I'm like, it's fine. It will work out. So then get to Pisa, did the things. Um, and then I was like, I need to plug in my phone somewhere, but Pisa is like a really, really small town. And there's like literally just like the leading tower of Pisa. There's, um, two different churches. And then that's kind of it. And I was like, where do I plug in? Shoot. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask someone like it it just, you're not going to get an answer if you don't ask. So there's a place where you have to drop off like let's say if you have like a backpack or like a bigger purse because you're not allowed to take it up um like on the top of the tower and I was like what are the chances you would let me plug in my phone i.e I'm giving you my phone and you're going to plug it in behind your desk and I know you're working and I'm just going to chill here and initially like the guy that was behind the desk said no but then there was this like other man that came out of freaking nowhere that I think was like his supervisor and was like, absolutely. Why would I not? This is fantastic. Do it. And I was like, oh, okay. So the guy kind of gave me a look being like, I was going to say no to you, but the other guy like made him do it. And I was like, well, whatever. 
perfect. So I had some snacks and uh, I had my book. And then I sat down and let my phone charge and absolutely had enough charge for me to then do the DMs, do the emails, work on posts on my way back and had way more charge that I needed to then go continue exploring Florence when I got back into the city and go for dinner. So it always works out. It's fine. So anyways, another thing I reikied because I refuse to accept otherwise and when you're tuned into the energy of Reiki, everything just flows and works out because it does. Done and done. Um, I also Reiki'd myself to not get sick. Um, I went to one, um, I went to this like concert and there was like a woman right behind me, like at death's door. And of course I didn't have a mask on me. And I was like, why are you out? And why are you this freaking sick? And I was like, oh my God. And it was like, like you were seated like you can't just get up and then I was also like do I just get up and like leave the concert I'm like I paid for this and this is beautiful so I put a little bubble around me being like I'm not gonna get sick like I refuse it's not happening this was also kind of near the beginning of my trip so I was like I'm not gonna have a freaking cold or get the flu on the beginning of my trip especially when I'm like running around so much so I didn't get sick I kept um reikiing the choices I was making. So like being very intuitive in terms of, do I turn here? Do I turn here? I found the most like cute little shopping places that no one told me about, didn't even know they existed. It was just like, I happened to turn. And then I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I was looking for. Amazing. Um, Choosing where to eat, always finding amazing gluten-free options, getting a bunch of freebies, um, having a great waiter who was super fun and friendly and just being like seated near people that were cool. And there was like one restaurant that was recommended to me that it's like, you have to go to in Florence um, to have, um, oh my God, Florence has this really special steak. Holy crap. It's, it was so good. And this one was a really good place to get it, but you had to, they didn't take reservations and you literally had to stand in line for like almost an hour. And I was like, I am doing this. It is what it is. And, um, had like the most lovely people standing in line with me. So then it's like, you chat them up and you have a conversation and it was like, Oh my God, we're having a really soulful, deep conversation. That's another thing that you Reiki of just like manifesting, meaning the right people. And like, even all the different tours that I went on, I always got the best tour guides who were just so fun and so knowledgeable and like so passionate about what they were doing. And like, I know like I connected to some other people while I was on the tour and they were like, oh my God, our last tour was like, our tour guy was so bad. Like they just couldn't answer questions. Their English was so bad. We couldn't understand them. And I was like, no, like I refuse to accept that to be part of my reality. Like no way. So that was interesting. And then it's like raking, um, this is like so TMI, most of us get a little constipated when we travel. And I was like, no, not this trip because it just, you're in a new place. You're in a different time zone. You're eating different food. And then all of a sudden it's like your poop routine is thrown off. And I was like, nope, was great. Completely regular TMI. But then that's, that's a way of using Reiki. So it's like any of that, like anxious anxiety and that like energy that's like stuck in your abdomen and like solar plexus. Do you feel safe? Do you feel confident? Reiki that, keep things flowing, like literally, like I was regular, all was good. Um, like putting a safety bubble around you though, even when you're like out and about, there was one moment where in Rome, it was just like quieter 
and there wasn't as many people. And I feel like I went more closer to the outskirts and I didn't like, I didn't feel unsafe, but I didn't feel amazing. Like something felt a bit off. And then I didn't question it. I literally just turned around and I was like, I'm not going to the restaurant. I was going to go to, I'm going to find something else, which I did. Perfect. Done. When I went to the Sistine Chapel, it was so funny because literally the tour guides like, don't even think about getting a seat. You're not going to sit on the bench. It's impossible for you to get a seat. And I was like, mm, excuse me, <laughs> I'm a Reiki master. I will be getting a seat. And literally I walk in and the moment I like got there, somebody got up and there was nobody else near me. And I literally sat down and I got to sit and look at the beautiful ceiling insane insane like it was just like would have been less enjoyable if I was standing I mean a little bit but like the fact that I even got to sit and I was like how many other people have sat here like this is so cool like I just loved it then in Sorrento I was like at this point I was like oh my god I miss my dog I was like oh she's she's so far away I miss her I just want to like hold an animal and then there like literally out of nowhere this like cute little puppy came out of nowhere and it was like it it was it was a puppy that someone owned like there was a collar it was clean it was good and it was just like dude 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 hi I was like oh you're so cute it like cuddled me and then all of a sudden I just like left and I was like where did you come from and where did you go what's going on so hilarious obviously saw so many heart-shaped rocks um which was funny and one of the biggest times that it came through I was having a bit of a moment, um, not ready to share this part yet, but there was just a, I had my own little emotional moment and I definitely got caught in my mind. I got caught in my feels and I had a little bit of a, oh my God, what am I doing um, regarding something that's going on in my life? And all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to go down to the water. I'm going to go for a walk. It's fine. I'm going to clear my head. It's okay. I'm going to feel through this. And then boom, I see this massive heart-shaped rock. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then it was like a bit cloudy that day. And then all of a sudden, like the sun came through and I watched the sunset and I was like, okay, got it, got it. And then the last thing that I'm going to share, I had a stopover in Germany. Germany is not gluten-friendly and um, to be honest, not friendly. And that's annoying because like I speak German and like, this is ridiculous. But anyways, it wasn't the friendliest place to be. Maybe I just got people on a bad mood, but it was like multiple people back to back were kind of rude. And it was tricky because like, they literally were like, we don't have anything that's gluten-free. And I was like, okay, but like, I need to eat. Like I'm starving. And they're like, sorry, we can't. And it was like, we don't serve eggs and omelets um, after 12. And I was like, it's 1206 really? And they're like, that part of the kitchen is closed. And I was like, what the hell? And then they're like, well, you can have smoked salmon. And I was like, so you want me to literally eat smoked salmon without like, where do I want to put it? Like just plain? I'm like, that's weird. And they're like, oh yeah, that's, that's sorry. That's all we got. And I was like, this is so rude. So anyways, ended up like kind of walking around and I uh, found one place that the waiter's like, I'll make it happen for you. I'm like, thank you. And then he was just like, where are you coming from? Where are you going? Like, what's your story? Have a great conversation. Turns out he loves Italy. He's been to Italy and um, also made the eggs happen. Like it was not a big deal. Thank you very much. And then out of nowhere, he brings me an Aperol spritz. And I was like, well, I didn't order that. And he was just like, you know, I just want to make your transition 
from your trip back home a little smoother. So have an Adderall, you know, just like give tiny little biz on. And then when you get on the plane, you're properly fed and you're good to go. And I was like, oh, bless your soul. And then I land in um, Toronto. Also, that was probably one of my best flights ever. May or may not have been from the April, just saying. Um, but it was like, no one was beside me. I had so much extra room. I had all these extra pillows and blankets. It was like zero turbulence, like amazing. And even like, I got a gluten-free meal and I was like, oh shit, my gluten-free meal looks better than everyone else's meal. And it actually tasted good. And I was like, blessings, so happy. And then when we land, um, I was like, oh my God, I have to pee. I was like, I'm not going to get my luggage. I'm going to go pee first. And I go pee, TMI, you guys know everything about me at this point. Um, just going to like clean up, brush my teeth. Cause I immediately need to do that. And as I'm coming out of the bathroom, my luggage is coming out on the track right in front of me. And literally it was like, I'm walking towards the track. The luggage is slowly coming down. It like lands as I stepped like right beside the track, grabbed it and then went. And it was the funniest thing ever. Cause like, literally there's a couple of people who saw that happen and they were just like, what the hell? And I was like, Ray eat it. <laughs> I did. So everything was fine. And also like, oh my goodness, my luggage was so overweight because I threw everything from my carry-on in there because I didn't want to lug it because I knew how to lay over in Germany. Um, I absolutely went shopping and I do not regret any of it. And my bag was ridiculously heavy. And like the lady in Italy was like, well, next time, maybe uh, a little less. Um, but anyways, thanks for being in Italy. Doesn't charge me. Like, my bag was three and a half kilos over. Like that's a substantial amount. <laughs> no issues. Nothing was damaged. Nothing was broken. Perfect. A-okay. And then somehow I also didn't sit in absurd traffic as I got back. And that was that. So moral of the story, go to Italy, eat your face off, take a trip alone. You must um, go take yourself for dinner with a great book. Put your phone down. And uh, Reiki everything, please. Life is really fun when you Reiki everything. It just gets easier and easier and better and better. Like it's truly how the yes, please, more please works because you're tapped into that divine energy. So when you're going to get Reiki certified, <laughs> if you have questions about getting certified, let me know, send me a message. You guys can get certified at any point. It is a self-paced course that you can do. Then you have a call with me. So you have a live call to ask all your questions. Also, if more questions come up later, obviously you can ask them. I'm here for you. And um, life gets really, really fucking good and juicy once you get Reiki certified. So it is silly not to, especially if you're someone that's highly sensitive, especially if you're a go-getter, especially if you might have a little bit of anxiety and especially if you want to be living your best life and have the most regulated nervous system and live in abundance, no big deal. Do it now. So this is my little update. Again, there's more that I will be sharing later. Some things I'm not announcing yet. And yes, it's juicy. And some things I'm going to announce later because this has been almost an hour and I feel like that's probably the max for everybody. 
Um, a blog post is coming for all the places I went to, my favorite things to do, eat, visit, all the thing things. And that's that. Okay, my loves, thanks for being here. I hope you grabbed snacks. I hope it was something Italian, maybe an apple spritz. Yes, get it. And um, as always, you know where to find me. Ask me anything, I'm here for it. I love you. I'm so happy you're here. And I'm even more excited that you're going to get Reiki certified because I feel like I've just planted some seeds for you guys. Anyway, that is that. And have the most beautiful day. And see you guys next week.